Figure facts for life. We just want you to be healthy. Health and happiness. If you pay attention to what goes in your body, you'll be amazed at the results. Fuel, nourish, and heal your body. Eating healthy. Well, well that's everything. Put the right fuel in. Take care of your engine. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Roberta Janeiro. Welcome to Figure Facts for Life. I'm your host, Roberta Gennaro. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist with over 30 years clinical nutrition experience. I'm committed to share my wisdom and the knowledge of my colleagues, especially registered dietitians and dietitians doing research with you so that you can better fuel, nourish, and heal your body through the foods you choose. Well, we're on the heels of Cancer Survivor Day. It was June 2nd. It's Cancer Survivors Day, and I thought it very appropriate to invite a friend and colleague of mine, Jean Lamantia. She's a registered dietitian and a cancer survivor as well. She's the co-author of the newly released The Complete Lymphedema Management and Nutrition Guide. She's also the author of the best-selling Essential Cancer Treatment Guide and Cookbook and the creator of the Cancer Risk Reduction Guide. God knows we need that. We just want to reduce that risk of getting cancer altogether. She also provides nutrition counseling for individuals. She's a regular speaker on topics of cancer, risk reduction, and nutrition for lymphedema. You can find out more about her and her speaking, personalized nutrition sessions, and read her cancer blog on her website, jeanlamantia.com. So we'll give you the spelling on that at the end, but I just want to welcome you, Jean, to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Roberta. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? (laughs) Good, good. So listen, let me ask you something. How does it feel to be a cancer survivor? Well, it it feels amazing. Uh, That's the first thing I want to say. Yeah, it feels, you know, it's relief and it feels amazing. And it just feels like, oh, I just want to you know, embrace every day that I've got and really appreciate it and just have so much gratitude for everything in my life. Right, right. I the think other side of it is that it can be scary. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Particularly, you know, that's where I was um, really stuck when my cancer treatment finished because, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, people think, oh, you know, you hear just in casual conversation, so-and-so had cancer, but now she's in remission or she's cured, that kind of thing. They don't actually use that language. Yeah. When I had my last radiation treatment, so I'd had six months of chemotherapy, a whole month of radiation, and I'm like, you know, you count down, you know, like I'm half done. Right, <laughs> right. quarter's done. Can't okay, wait. now I'm done. And I went to that last appointment. I thought my oncologist was actually going to be there. I thought they opened this big lead door. He'd be there. He'd shake my hand and he'd say, you did it. You're cured. Yay. Right. right. I got out. Nothing. 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 They just call the next patient. Oh. It's like, what? Gosh. Well, when are they going to tell me that it worked? And when are they going to tell me that I'm cured? Right. And I thought, oh, okay. You know, when I go for my first follow-up, that's when that's when they'll tell me. Right. So I go to that. Well, he again sends me off for an x-ray and blood work and then does a physical exam. And he just said, Okay, I'll see you in three months. Like, what? What are you talking so, about? So what? I'm good for three months? What does that mean, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. And so it was a roller coaster. So I'd leave those appointments feeling, oh, total relief. Oh, right. my God. Yay, I did it. Yeah. And then this, like, 
stress and anxiety and oh, this cloud would just build up. Right. And I think, oh my God, is this the time you're going to tell me it came back? Right, right. And I, in the meantime, I'd be so, I call it hypervigilant. Like I have this little twinge of like, oh, oh my God, what is that? I didn't feel that yesterday. What is that? Could right. that be it? Is it cancer? Is it back? Oh, gosh. I was just... How do you, so how do you rise above that, Jean? I guess that would be a really good message for people listening in that are either going through treatment or, you know, just even the thought of, you know, maybe a family member is dealing with cancer right now. I mean, how do you rise above some of those feelings? Right. Great question. And I, I found what worked for me. Well, first of all, time, you know, every day that goes by, you know, and especially those year, you know, anniversaries, it, it helps. Okay. But the other thing I found is to educate myself and to, to really focus on what I can do to reduce my risk. There you go. I'll tell you, where I had my cancer treatment, they're expert at right. detecting cancer, they're expert at treating cancer, but in my opinion, they were not expert at reducing my risk. That's okay. not their focus. Right. You know, you get diagnosed and then you go see those experts. Right. But they're so, no, not the prevention I, people. Right. And I'm thinking, gosh, this is just the time to share the food guide that you developed specific for cancer survivors. Can you tell me more about that or tell us more about that? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the whole the whole seed for that was planted at that time when I was so full of anxiety and fear. And I said to my doctor, what what can I do to reduce my risk? I just feel like I'm coming for these three-month appointments, but that's not that's not risk reduction. That's right. just monitoring. Right. He said, just eat a healthy diet. And you know, I thought of the you know the food guide, the national food guide, and I'm, right. But that did nothing to reduce my risk because I think of that. That's a tool for the whole population. Right. I'm special. I've had cancer. Like my needs are different. Right. And it planted the seed in my brain, which was like someone should create a food guide that's specific for people who've had cancer and want to reduce their risk of recurrence or reduce their risk of a new primary. But it wasn't until actually last year, the end of last year, that I was able to realize that goal and realize that, oh, you know, that's someone who should create it. That's actually me. (laughs) So I was able to do that. And yeah, so in those years since I had cancer, of course, I'm reading a lot about it. And it became my, it wasn't my professional focus at the time, but it became it. And what I've discovered is that of all the reading I'm doing about how to reduce my risk, I found I could put everything into one of three categories. And I call these the three keys to cancer risk reduction. So okay. if your listeners want to write this down, this is, this is where this I is think. Powerful. The, okay, so what's number one? Support the immune system. Okay. Because, you know, for years we've had the traditional cancer treatments. We've had chemotherapy, we've had radiation, and we've had surgery. And the new kid on the block that everyone is so excited about, the immunotherapies. Now, what do the immunotherapies do? They use your own immune system to fight the cancer. I love that. I mean, that makes total sense. Exactly, right? So... What can we do from a nutrition standpoint? Because we're dietitians, we yes. talk about food and nutrients. What can we eat that helps to support the immune system? And it turns out there are some nutrients that do this. And this is all detailed. So if you're driving right now, you can't write it down. It's all detailed in the Cancer Risk Reduction Guide. Okay. So should I tell you about what? Yeah, why don't you share about? how do they get a hold of that guide? Oh, how do they get the guide? Yes. So the website is com. Oh, that's simple enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cancerriskreductionguide.com. 
All right. right. So we're going to send them there. But are there some key cancer prevention guidance that you share with your clients that you want to share with our listeners? Mm -hmm. So all of this stuff. So first one, support the immune system. That's key number one. How do you do that? Well, vitamin E is important. Where do we find vitamin E? So wheat germ, sunflower seeds, almonds, right? It's because it's fat soluble. It's in things that have natural oils. Right. Vitamin B6 is another good one. So some chickpeas, some tuna, some salmon, and there's, you know, some few other things. But let's talk about the second key. The second key is reduce chronic inflammation. So inflammation is an environment inside our bodies. And guess who loves inflammation? Cancer cells. Exactly. Right? So, you know, it's just like you have that house guest that comes over. You don't want, you know, if you don't like them, you don't want them to stay too long, you make your place inhospitable. You give them the lumpy mattress, right? (laughs) So you do the same thing in your body. You reduce inflammation because the cancer cells are less comfortable in that environment. And give us a couple of things that we should eliminate from the diet to decrease inflammation. mm -hmm. Well, an important thing is really to focus on a plant-based diet. Okay. So replace, you know, animal products with plant products where you can, and that will help to reduce inflammation. Also, what's really important, some people might overlook this, is the type of vegetable oil that you use, because the type of fatty acids in your diet can make your that food, you know, more inflammatory or less inflammatory. And I just wrote a whole big, very detailed blog post with lots of pictures of food labels, et cetera, on my, on my blog, the Cancer Bites blog, which is on my website. Interesting. Yeah. So, for example, I would say do not choose, you know, corn oil um, or grapeseed oil because those tend to have, they have more omega-6 fatty acid. Which and we get plenty of in our want- diet, correct? Yeah, you are overflowing exactly. omega sixes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need to go out of your way to get any more. Right, right. All right, and how about and, sugar? I mean, because I'm always a big like mm-hmm. decrease the sugar to decrease the inflammation. Yes. Right. That absolutely. That's part of the anti-inflammatory diet to reduce those added sugars and choose more whole foods, less processed. Yes. Now, as far as um, the the third item, what's that third item that is uh, part well, of this prevention, cancer prevention guidance. The third, is, the third key is to eat the foods or the nutrients that act on cancer cells directly. Okay. So when laboratory mm. scientists work in the laboratory, they have actual cancer cells in the Petri dish. They look under, under the microscope. They can see the life cycle that that cancer cell goes through. And they know that there are certain nutrients, they call them nutra. Now, that's a great term because nutra comes from nutrition, pseudical comes from pharmaceutical. So they are nutrients or components of food that have a pharmaceutical action. So foods that contain nutraceuticals, uh, the berry family, right? The cabbage family, the broccoli, that's a superstar. The broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, kale, uh, the citrus. Dark chocolate, that's a yummy one. Right, one right. I'm always excited to tick off my list. Garlic and onions, herbs and spices can be super powerful. So this is a perfect time of year to go to the garden center, make sure you're getting some, you know, put some parsley in your garden or your 
your planters, get some mint, you know, and start using more herbs and spices. Absolutely. I agree. And I've seen black cherries in the market and I've heard there's research out there that there's compounds in black cherries that kill cancer cells. Can you confirm that? Well, yeah, the um, that all comes from that laboratory work. Now, the one thing I want to caution your listeners about is just because it happens in the laboratory doesn't mean it does the same thing in our body. So we don't know for sure that if you're dealing with live cancer cells and you introduce, you know, garlic extract and you can observe that the you know, that damages the cancer cell or destroys it. We don't know for sure. However, we have pretty good indications because we have big studies where they follow groups of people for years, and they those studies tell us that the people who eat more fruits and vegetables have lower rates of cancer, lower rates of heart disease. So we know that, you know, there's probably something to all this laboratory work. Um, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Get the fruits and vegetables. So yeah. let's let's just. Uh, I know the time goes so quickly, but I kind of wanted to just wrap on. Um, you know, you're being a cancer survivor and dealing with the uh, the long term side effects of cancer treatment. And I know there's people out there dealing with that. I understand that you've been focusing your attention to one particular troubling side effect, which is lymphedema. Can you tell us more about your work? in the lymphedema field. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that we're going to talk about this because lymphedema is one of the really under-recognized um, side effects. And it can be very, very debilitating for people. I can't imagine, like, you know, finishing treatment and thinking, yay, I'm done. I got through this. And then it's like, oh, what? I have to deal with this now? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's a daily demanding condition. So, I was invited by a um, physiotherapist who specialized in lymphedema to join her clinic. And what I discovered is that there are actually no established nutrition protocols for the treatment of lymphedema. And I thought, well, how can that be? Because a big part of the lymphatic system is actually in our intestines, and it's even involved in digestion and absorption of nutrients. Right. So over 50% of the lymphatic fluid that's formed in the body is formed in the GI tract. So it just made sense to me that what you eat has to have an impact here. And so I was able to find some things from either the research or just from, you know, piecing together the physiology of the lymphatic system and how it functions to figure out what are some nutrition strategies people can use to help with lymphedema. Okay. I know I have a friend that she's, I think, gosh, I know over 10 years, cancer survivor from breast cancer. And she was dealing with that probably, you know, a little more around year like seven, eight or whatever she was. But more recently, I haven't heard that she's had a lot of problems with that. So, um, and I think she lost a little weight um, and, and so that helped as well, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's heartbreaking to hear how people, you know, have to deal with this side effect of the treatment. But when I saw on Instagram that you had done a book, you know, have a new book out on this, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have you on because I was so excited, so excited. So um, as far as the book is concerned, is it going to press soon? 
Yes, yeah, it is. I have one of the two hard copies of the book. My okay. co-author has the other. Okay. And uh, so it's on Amazon now, but uh, you can pre-order it. Oh, fabulous. And okay. Once it's, once it's in stock, then it'll start shipping, and I think that'll be sometime in mid-August. Okay, fabulous. And can you just repeat the title for our listeners? Yes, it's called The Complete Lymphedema Management and Nutrition Guide. Jean, I just want to thank you for being on today. And uh, I'm just hoping that people that, that hear this podcast, reach out to friends and family that are maybe going through a treatment or are having this symptom because of cancer treatment. And I, I'm hoping that they reach out to you and, and pick up your guide because I think it would be extremely helpful. I want to thank all my listeners for listening in to Figure Facts for Life. Keep listening in to stay in the know on the latest nutrition research and information out there because we are just trying to help you be the healthiest you can be for life. My name is Roberta Gennaro and ciao, ciao for now.